0: So here are the slaves of Egypt, the children of Israel, who now find themselves free, their belief system totally influenced by the culture of their overseers. These former slaves are in the desert grumbling for a life they didn't want and refusing to explore the freedom they have. They wanted life as it used to be because it seemed better than the life they had in freedom. So our awesome God gives them commandments and sets up a sanctuary to point them forward and gives them a priest who is substitute for the role that Jesus will one day play. Sound familiar? Almost everywhere you look today, people yearn for a revival of times past. All these markers placed in history point forward, forward. Yes, the past is important, We should look back to see how far we've come and learn from the mistakes we've made. But we must look forward to see how much better it is going to get. And through it all, know that Christ is working to make it the best reunion creation has ever seen.
1: Offering information for your mind. Enabling transformation for your heart.
2: Sabbath School U, a weekly dialogue exploring God's Word and its application for today's world.
0: I'm Alarice Colley, and this is Sabbath School University. Hi guys. Right. Hi. welcome to the show today now I know all of you but I'm going to allow you starting from Dale an opportunity to introduce yourselves tell me your name what school you go to what you're studying and something interesting nothing controversial though okay
2: uh, my name is Dale Simpson I'm from the island of Jamaica a parish in the island a Western parish called Hanover and I'm here at Andrews University studying I'm in the seminary doing the MDF program and something interesting about myself uh, being from jamaica i i love different cultures and so i'm excited when i get to meet new people from different countries uh, to learn about their culture
3: Hmm. oh my name is ruth i am doing the md program i started this year it's kind of hard to tell where i'm from i was born in colombia my parents are from ecuador and i grew up in puerto rico So, something interesting (laughs) is, because of that, I like different cultures, that's there. And um, other thing that I like is languages, so lately I'm learning Korean. Wow. Nice.
1: My name is David Atari, I'm originally from Westchester County, New York, and I'm also studying in the MDiv program at Andrews University. Um, I like aquatic, aquatic sports and outdoor sports.
0: Nice.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: well, I'm going to ask Ruth to read our key scripture for today and lead us out in prayer.
3: Okay, so we're going to read Hebrews 8, 1 and 2, and it says, Now of the things which we have spoken, this is the psalm. We have such a high priest who is the set on the right hand of the throne of majesty in the heavens a minister of the century, and the true tabernacle, which is the Lord' pitch, and not man. Amen. Amen. So let's have a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father and friend, thank you very much for being with us. Now we want to study your word and we just ask that your presence be with us. Help us to understand more of who you are and love you each day more. In your name we pray, amen. Amen. amen.
0: I'm really excited about the message today. Um, It's talking about Christ, our high priest. This quarter we've been looking at the sanctuary. So this Mm -hmm. emphasis um, is on Christ, our high priest. Now, we know about the biblical priest of times past. Today we don't have priests necessarily in, in our church. But what is the difference between a biblical priest and today's pastor?
3: I think pastors, they are to be pointing towards Christ. They are just to, you know, nourish people so that they can know more about Christ, who is the one who is the mediator for our sins. Mm -hmm. Now, priests in the ancient times, they were also uh, appointed just to be pointing to something beyond as well. They were pointing towards Jesus, who was the Lamb. They were Mm -hmm. kind of representing through the sacrifice they were doing for Mm -hmm. the sins of the people.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think, I think it's, it's, it's right on. Um, I think also, like priests in, in the Old Testament, as it were, and in the Bible days, uh, they focused on being mediators in mm-hmm. terms of uh, carrying the sins of, of the, the Israelites, for example, uh, to the sanctuary. And so now a pastor doesn't mediate in that sense. Uh, the mm-hmm. pastor points to where the members can go, uh, which, is, which is to Christ Jesus, uh, to, because he's, He is our mediator. He's the one who is our in, intercessor. And so I think uh, that's the difference between pastors and priests. Uh, we don't have to go to a priest to confess our sins because Jesus is there waiting for mm-hmm. us to speak to Him. He's in heaven uh, waiting for us to, to uh, speak to Him and to confess our sins to Him. So I think, I think that's one of the main differences as well between a priest and a pastor.
1: Mm-hmm. I was going to say the same. Uh, basically, the priest in the Old Testament would Take the sins of the people and offer them to God through sacrifices. And today we have a pastor who points us to Jesus, which took that uh, role as a priest and offered himself as our sacrifice. And now our pastors are pointing the congregation to the final sacrifice of Jesus um, as our final atonement. Yeah, Mm
2: -hmm. yeah. That's
0: good. Now, Jesus is our high priest but he's also our savior. So what is the, the purpose of him being a high priest if he already serves as savior?
3: Well, it's kind of answering in the context of today. He already was a savior. Um, he's our savior. He already did a sacrifice for us. So what is his um, role right now, right? Um, what I can see is that Jesus being our savior, it, help, it helped us to grab more about this Whole context because Jesus came to have our humanity but also had his mm-hmm. divine authority on him. He was 100% human, 100% man, right? Mm-hmm. So we can see now that somebody who was a human and also has his divinity on it is representing us. So it gives a total different sense of salvation mm-hmm. because he was always um, exposed to the same things we are right now. Mm-hmm. but at the same time he did not fail as we do Amen. usually. Mm-hmm. So we yeah. have somebody who knows our weakness, but he's also pure and holy before God because he's God.
2: Yeah, mm. I Yeah, I think, I think the, the role of the high priest before was to point individuals to, uh, to, to, to the real high priest, or uh, the, the, the high priests were more of an, ex, an, an example. Um, mm-hmm. They were symbols of who jesus would be to us um when he would come and die and, and be our high priest so i think he's our savior uh, because he paid the penalty for sin mm-hmm. but he, he also stands in place of the the high priest normally um, in the bible days and so in in that regard it's an it's an awesome responsibility to be our savior which is awesome but also to represent us before god um in a real sense so there's no more need for an earthly high priest because we have a heavenly high priest, and that's why He serves as Savior in saving us from sin, but also high priest in in taking our sins and representing Mm -hmm. us before the Father, and that's awesome.
1: Yeah, I felt that, um, similar to to what Dale was saying, is that um, Jesus did come and He died for us, and so He's he's our Savior Mm -hmm. in that, Mm -hmm. but now He's also a high priest currently because he's taking those hmm. sins that he's died for mm-hmm. and he's atoning for us
0: mm-hmm. so it's a dual mm-hmm. role of christ as our savior and as our high priest mm-hmm. and we need him mm-hmm. in our lives for both savior right. and right. high priest mm-hmm. now yeah. hebrews 7 talks about a particular person i know i'm not going to get the pronunciation right melchazada uh, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> and it compares him to jesus why do you think they have this comparison
2: well, I think, I think Paul here compares Melchizedek to Jesus because his audience is uh, the Hebrew. So he's talking to people who are used to having an earthly high priest. Yet, you know, they, they had just gone from moving uh, from where you have the earthly high priest to Jesus being now the heavenly high priest. And so I think he, he wanted to make that, that distinction in case they uh, were still leaning towards the tendency of wanting an earthly high priest. He was comparing Jesus to, to this Melchizedek. Now Melchizedek was a king of Salem. And so it, it was during the time when Abraham went to rescue Lot. Mm-hmm. And Melchizedek is, is, is spoken of in Genesis 14. There's a story there where Melchizedek comes in. Uh, Abraham offers him some tithes mm-hmm. and some offerings. Mm-hmm. And it says Melchizedek was a king of Salem, but was also the high priest of Salem. Now this is different because for the Israelites, they never had a king who served as a high priest. And so Paul is here using the dual role of Melchizedek to say, Jesus is our king King
0: and high priest. And
2: he's also our Mm -hmm. high priest. So he was making this comparison to individuals or to Hebrews who were used to having earthly priests saying, we we don't need an earthly priest anymore because Jesus is our heavenly priest and our heavenly king as Mm -hmm. well. And uh, Melchizedek, the lesson pointed out, Melchizedek uh, is, the meaning for Melchizedek is, He's from Salem, so he's the king of Salem, which is king of peace, right, mm-hmm. or prince of peace. And his name also means righteousness or, or king of righteousness. And so it's, it's an awesome comparison because Jesus mm-hmm. is the king of peace or the prince of peace, but he's also our righteousness. So I think it's a it's an awesome comparison um, that shows the Hebrews that not only is Jesus your savior, but he's also your heavenly high priest. And so I think mm-hmm. that's why there's a, the comparison there.
3: It's kind of interesting how you are saying it. it, 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 it It is pointing towards the king of peace. Mm -hmm. But it also reconciles him being a good God. Mm -hmm. You know, that reconciles judgment Mm -hmm. and the law, Mm -hmm. balancing everything at the same time, Mm -hmm. being in peace and the law. It all points again towards Jesus and his role of salvation.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And you know what's interesting too about the book of Hebrews? um, When comparing Jesus to earthly priest, it always makes Jesus seem superior. It makes it very clear that mm-hmm. Jesus is superior to the earthly priest. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the earthly priest would have to make a sacrifice for himself as well as the people. Right, but right. Hebrews is making it clear that Jesus is beyond these earthly mm-hmm. priests. Mm-hmm. He does not have to make a sacrifice for himself. Right. So I thought that was also very interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, And Paul is also talking, he's um, doing a lot of talking. <laughs> <laughs> and um, who is he talking to in the book of Hebrews? And what is he referring to in terms of their spiritual place or their spiritual position?
1: The book of Hebrews is addressing to the Hebrew people. Um, mm-hmm. And it, the Hebrews at this time are, um, they're familiar with the Old Testament and they know that there was a Messiah that was going mm-hmm. to come. Um, so they were, they've they been anticipating. So. Paul's helping the Hebrews understand the relationship between their old system and now how Jesus came to fulfill that system.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he's using examples that they are familiar with. Right. So we mm-hmm. can assume right. they know about the Old Testament. So this would have been very significant for them. So how, is, how does that... Um, play into to our understanding as well, even for us today? Well, we don't know about the old system of priesthood, the priesthood, but um, how does it help us to understand God's role even in our lives?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I think the Israelites,
2: they knew that they were the people of God and they prided themselves. Um, they took pride in the fact that they were the people of God. And so I think they understood their, their place in spiritual history as being the light bearers or being the ones who would take this message to, to the world. And it's interesting that uh, Paul is here telling them about Jesus because there were mm-hmm. some Hebrews mm-hmm. who didn't really accept that Jesus was the Messiah that was to come. And so he's here saying, not only is he the Messiah and your savior, but he's also your your heavenly high priest. And so I think their 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 responsibility is now changing. Like not only are we keeping this uh, this message to ourselves, but we're sharing it. So I think as it relates to us today, uh, mm-hmm. We are the people of God, and we believe that we have an awesome message to share. But we shouldn't keep it to ourselves. We should do mm. that, just that. We should share it with the world, because not only should the the world um, have this message that God is our High Priest, mm-hmm. but God is our Savior. And if that's good news for us, mm. then why not share it with the world? You know. So I think that's that's mm-hmm. our that's our spiritual responsibility in this day and age. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, I Look just going. want to add something. As he was, as you were mentioning that we need to share more about this, mm. it just got to my mind. The other day, I was talking to a friend, and she was very concerned about all the things she's done and how she thought Jesus was not going there for there for her anymore. Mm. Like she had this mm-hmm. burden in her, like. For some reason, somebody told her that Jesus was not going to uh, listen to her anymore if she oh. did not pay wow. attention. And mm-hmm. to me, that, that was kind of a shock because I know that Jesus came to die for all humanity to be saved. That was His most important thing. That was His role coming here. Mm-hmm. That was His object. And to me, it it just uh, stick to me that we mm-hmm. do know that He is coming for us. We mm-hmm. do know that He is our mm-hmm. Savior. We should be sharing more openly to our friends this because Mm -hmm. there might be somebody next to you that is dealing with this heaviness in heart because the enemy is pointing scenes or telling the person you cannot go to jesus so Mm. it's a beautiful thing we have to share
2: Mm. i think we live in a day and age where uh, so many people are searching for hope
3: Mm.
2: you know um, and if we have this hope in jesus why not share it Mm. you know i think if uh, Paul says, if in this life we only have hope, you know, I think he was talking to the Hebrews as well. He was saying, if we only have hope in this life, then we're going to be really miserable, mm-hmm. right? And so there are individuals who do feel that way now because they feel like their hope is only in this life. But if we share with them that there is hope in Jesus, who is our, our Savior, our Redeemer, and our Heavenly mm-hmm. High Priest, then that gives them hope that He is coming back again. Mm-hmm. So He's not only representing them now, but He's coming back so they can be with Him as well. So mm-hmm. I think we should share that with others. Yeah,
0: And I like the word you used, um, representing, because we refer to Christ as our arbitrator. Mm-hmm. You know, He stands for us. Um, what when we have that image of arbitrator, who is Christ representing us to? What are the parties? Who are the parties involved in this this process?
2: Yeah, I I believe the the great controversy as 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 we. As we we often see it being played out in the Bible, uh, we started it in Genesis. I think the the issue is that there was a relationship that we had a really mm-hmm. close relationship with, with 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 God the Father the Son the Holy Spirit, and that was broken by sin. And so I think the 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 entire Bible is talking about how God is trying to woo us back to 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 Him, or to mm-hmm. fix that relationship that was broken. And so we have the old testament mm-hmm. where the earthly high priest is is doing what he can to represent christ before us who was mm-hmm. to come and so christ comes and he is he is our horse or sacrifice the sacrifice was made and now he's in heaven interceding for us and i think what he does in heaven right now is he represents us before the father
3: mm-hmm. and he's
2: working on mending that relationship that was broken i think many times when we think of uh, is mediator, we think he's, he's a mediator because there is something uh, bad that he's mm-hmm. trying to prevent God the Father from doing to us, but that's not the case. Mm-hmm. It's a broken relationship, and Jesus says, I love you so much, and God the Father loves you so much, we're all trying to mend that relationship.
1: Mm. And so
2: Jesus is our, is our mediator trying to bring us back in, re- in good relationship with God the Father. And so I think that's why it calls a mediator or arbitrator, because we need someone to help us to get back to God the Father and to get back to, to um, that right relationship, and that's what Jesus does for us. He bridges that gap.
0: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I like what you said about, you know, many times we think of, or some people might think of God as this, I guess, a cruel person. Mm-hmm. Why is Jesus standing in the gap for us? That means God must be cruel. Mm-hmm. but we know that he's not and what what hope can we give to someone who might think you know what well jesus has to stand in the gap because god is this cruel god he does not want me to be saved Mm -hmm. what kind of hope we can give about this this relationship
1: i think it's important to 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 realize that god is righteous and that when we sin a barrier goes up between us so it's not that god is vengeful or aggressive but we can't be united to him if there's sin so that's why it's important to look to Jesus who mm-hmm. is at, atoned for our sins that we can be reunited with the Father and then um, secure that relationship where we can um, live again mm-hmm. and, uh, and have, the, have, the, the, um, have the, the foresight of eternal life.
3: And also just the fact that God sent His only begotten Son to Mm -hmm. die for us, that shows a lot. Mm -hmm. That shows that He was very interested. That shows how much we meant to Him, and we meant right now for Him. So, Mm. um, to me, it's just amazing just to know more about how love, how how the love of God came to reality in Jesus, Mm. because we were... And right now, when we take the decisions of just knowing what is right and going our own way, um, we commit sin again, against God, and that brings a, a like a wall between we and Him. But just because of Jesus coming and seeing that mm-hmm. as a reflection of the mm-hmm. love of, of the Father for us, it shows that the image we've been hearing about God being a ruler, one who is like always mm-hmm. seeing our faults Mm -hmm. and weakness Mm -hmm. it's not like that he was very into saving us Mm
1: -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. and john 16 verse 7 16 john chapter 3 verse 16 and 17. Mm -hmm. we've known it since we were kids you know we always talk about john 3 verse 16 where it says you know he came you know he sent his only begotten son but what does 17 remind us of verse 17.
2: Hmm. well i think he he you know, he, he didn't want to condemn the world, mm-hmm. uh, but that the world through, through him might be saved. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's, it's so awesome that God the Father had this amazing love for us, that yes, he would send, send his son, but also, yeah, verse 17 says, he doesn't want to um, just cast us away because we did mm-hmm. evil, but he wants mm-hmm. us to, to bring us back to himself. And so I think that's it's really amazing mm-hmm. that we can give that hope, yeah. that God the Father loves us so much, he sent his, his son for us to die. So, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Also, what does it mean to, to cling to Jesus? You know, we're talking about him as our high priest and our savior. But for me, on a day-to-day basis, I need to know what does that mean to cling to Jesus?
1: Um, you want to? Go ahead. All right, well, um, Jesus wants us to cling to him, but it's not necessarily a... a, a, a a human form of clinging that we might think of. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus came. He died for us. He showed mm. us love, in that we were still sinners. So when we cling to him, he he wants us to cling to his teachings, mm. um, cling to what he said, cling to the the promises that he's um, given us. Um, that's what mm. I would.
0: I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I like that.
2: I totally agree. I think. You, you, you said it there, clinging to the promises or holding on to His promises. Mm-hmm. I, I, I believe God has given us, uh, in the Bible, um, just promises that, that we can hold on to. Uh, I, I, I know that he, He's a God that, that never changes. He says He's mm-hmm. the same yesterday, the same today, the same forevermore. Uh, he says, if, if I make your promise, I'm going to uphold it because I am God. He's all-powerful. He, he, he's omnipotent, as, as the Word says it. And so we can hold on to those promises knowing that because God doesn't change, and because God is all-powerful, that He will fulfill that promise that, that, mm. that He has said. And I think one of the greatest promises is that He's coming back soon. Mm. And He that I'm going to prepare a place, and, and I'm, I'm making it so special just for you, but I'm, I am going to come back for you. And so I think in, in this world, clinging to Christ means holding on to those promises. Mm-hmm. And for, first of all, knowing what those promises are, which means we're, we're reading the Bible, we're We're studying His Word, we're getting to know who He is based on this love letter, as I call it, that He's given to us, the Bible. And once we know who He is, then we can believe what He says. You know, that's how we can Mm -hmm. hold on to the promises, because we know who He is, so I believe what He says.
1: Yeah, and there's so much destruction in the world and so much evil that when we lose hope, it's important to cling to what He said, Mm -hmm. so we can have that hope.
3: It kind of adding to what um, both of you guys say it's very important for us to know the word of God and also to have faith on it and believe what it is saying and to me it's very similar, for example, I don't know if any of you guys have had the experience of kind of swimming and kind of getting drawn in the water, <laughs> it's very, uh, no. That's <laughs> the <but laughs> experience I had, that yeah, yeah. to me, just to think like a lifeguard, mm-hmm. if you are mm-hmm. in that moment, you will feel like that's the only thing you need to cling on and you'll be safe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But in order for you to know that that is the one you need in that moment, it, and uh, before that moment to happen, you had to know in your mind that that was the solution. Mm. Like, it's just the same with the Bible. We, if we read, we know that there are answers there. And we know that those promises are the ones who are going to help us in the mm-hmm. time of trouble. Mm-hmm. And just by having that assurance, we know that something beyond this world, it's better. Mm. So even though sometimes we messed up, we go to Jesus again because we know that that's the solution. Amen.
0: Amen. And I'm going to ask you something a little personal. <laughs> In your own experiences, how has no how the fact that you know that Jesus is High Priest how has that affected your life personally?
2: Well, I think I think for me, uh, knowing that Jesus is High Priest uh, has given me a, a sense of tremendous hope. And uh, a reason to, to move forward, especially in those moments when you, you know you've made a, a horrible mistake. And you're like, man, if, if, if I was God, I probably wouldn't forgive me, you know. Mm. Um, but then you, you know the promise that He says, I'm here for you. And I'm your advocate. I'm your mediator. And so you can have that hope that, you know, even though I've, I've made that mistake, mm. God is there. Amen. And He is going to intercede for me because He said it. And I can believe what He says because He never changes. The, the very God who came and died for me said that whenever you make a mistake, I'm mm. there. I'm right there to pick you up and to, to start that journey with me again or to continue that journey. And so I think for me in, in those moments when I'm in despair because I've made a mistake, I can hold on because mm. God says I'm, I'm here for you. Amen. Yeah. For me, it has um, it had,
3: had a tremendous impact on me because before I try to do to live a good life because of my own and trying to do my best to be the best I could be mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but indeed it was hard and I'm sure if I still try to do it by my own it will be still hard mm-hmm. <laughs> it will still be hard but just the fact that Jesus is the one living through me that it makes a huge a impact difference. on I know. me mm-hmm. knowing that I'm not perfect that sometimes I might hurt people I love or mm-hmm. maybe I might fail myself with the things that I would like to do and I don't do them. Mm-hmm. It's just a good thing just to know that Jesus can forgive you for that and He does not forgive mm-hmm. you and leave you like that. It gives you the power to overcome sin and mm-hmm. to live a different life. So it changes Amen. your life. Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: Yeah, I like to, um, to think about that, um, yeah, we're sinners, you know, we, we, will, we will not do the right thing of ourselves, mm-hmm. and when we do mess up, uh, we can trust that we have a forgiving Savior mm-hmm. who has promised us that if we come to Him and we, we pour our hearts out to Him, mm-hmm. that He will forgive us and He'll give us uh, mm-hmm. another chance.
0: Thank you so much. I was extremely blessed by that. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Thank you. If you would like to join in the discussion, visit our Facebook page off the link on our website at www.sabbatschoulu.org. That's www.sabbatschoultheletteru.org. For Sabbath School University, I'm Alarice Colley. We'll see you next week.